Hey, it's Greg Hoffman from Take Command. And the best part about podcasts is they create a 25th hour in the day. Whenever I'm commuting, metro, car, even when I'm riding my bike around town, although in that case, one earphone only, safety kids, I'm always listening to podcasts. And this offseason, you can get all the insights, all the news, all the analysis, and Logan and I occasionally make a joke or two in the Take Command podcast on demand so it fits in to your busy schedule. Follow Take Command in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your pods. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome into a bonus edition of Take Command, really a bonus segment because we got really distracted at the end of yesterday's show. A really fun sidebar on cadences. We completely nerded out the kind of stuff that we know you guys love. It just didn't really fit in the uh, actual meat and potatoes of an interesting podcast on things that were relevant to the commanders right now. So we cut it out and now we share it with you. So here it is. Nerds. I've only heard of one really like closely held secret. Um, and obviously the, the level that I've been around these conversations is different than yours. But a couple of years ago when uh, Lorenzo was still playing, there was one summer where Randall Cobb was also in town working out with, with us, uh, mm-hmm. with Chris Gores and, and myself and Zoe. And we were talking about Aaron Rodgers and the scramble drill. And oh. Randall was like, I'm not telling you guys anything. He's like, I don't trust you looking at Zoe um, is like a, a player. And you yeah. know, he's like, I, we could play you guys in the Super Bowl and I don't need, you know, in our scramble drill rules. Cause it like, it is like, he was basically like, yes, it is organized. It is not like we're going out there and, you know, running around just hoping that Aaron finds us. Like there are rules. And if we do this or if he does this, or if the guy next to me does this, then I do that and all that kind of stuff. Um, and he's like, he looked at me. He's like, I'm not saying anything around you because you're a press, even though you're here just working out with us right now. So absolutely not. Um, and so that was the one thing. And then it was funny because this season, Kalen Keller um, wrote a piece for The Athletic, I think it was, about Rogers' hand signals. Mm-hmm. And Rogers, like, was flaming mad about it because like some of his former teammates talked about him some of these things and he was so upset um like irrationally upset and it was kind of a jerk about it because of course he was because he's Aaron Rodgers um but he yeah he he was super mad about the hand signal stuff and um the like he the the Aaron Rodgers hand signals Aaron Rodgers um Scrambled rules are the only things I've really heard that are like super secretive and okay, fine. How much of that is just Aaron Rodgers being paranoid versus like actual things that you couldn't learn by watching tape, etc. Obviously in Minnesota, Kirk went through these Mm -hmm. great comprehensive lengths to make sure that all of our hot words and all of our hand signals were super insulated. So every single week he would watch the TV copy and if he heard... Like, so we had a cadence that was like yellow cadence 
And he was like, oh, they heard yellow on the TV copy. We got to change it to dummy this week. And it's like, okay, so every week you're learning a whole bunch of new hand signals and calls. But he went to painstaking links to make sure that every single thing that he did was insulated and kept the offense sound. So the fact that Aaron Rodgers hadn't changed his hand signals for like, what was it, like five years is mind-blowing to me that that's even a thing. Because I guarantee you, those receivers go to different teams. They tell the – so just as an example, I got cut from Atlanta. I went to Houston. We were playing Atlanta. And they said, do you have anything on Atlanta? And I said, yes. I just was in training camp with them. So I copied all my notes into a Word document and sent it to them. So they knew all the cadences. They knew all the two-minute stuff. That happens. And if you don't go around insulating those things, then teams are going to know from guys like me, from watching film, whatever it is. And I think um, the the right. transfer of coaches from staffs is also pretty significant. So the fact that Aaron Rodgers was getting heated about that, I think is kind of ridiculous, honestly. But, um, you know, hey, what, what do I know? So, <laughs> Yeah, um, he was – it was so dumb. It was so, so, so dumb. <laughs> By going after the reporter, and it's like that's yeah. actually not what happened uh, in the piece. If you read it, I didn't steal anything. Your your guys just talked, um, but yeah, no, I've I've definitely heard that, and you know, uh, Peyton Manning's talked about this on his detail yes. show as well. Like you got to change it, and sometimes you uh you you kind of use that to your advantage if you think that like there's there's this amazing clip yeah. of Cam Newton and it's Clay Matthews. It was a Panthers uh, Packers game. Yeah. Um, like 2015, 16, somewhere in there. And uh, Clay Matthews is heard. Yeah. Like you can hear it all in the TV copy. It's awesome. And it's like, you got that wheel route coming. Like and, check this out. And yeah. Cam yeah. barks back at him. He's like, oh, you think you got it, huh? Yeah. And they ran like, uh, yeah. Or, or like, yeah, that's cool. Watch yeah. this, I think is what he says. And then uh, Christian McCaffrey runs a choice and and breaks him off back inside and, and touchdown Carolina and, Cam has a good old time laughing it up uh, with with Clay Matthews. So you, if you can, you know, have teams thinking and they think got it, you, and then counter the off of it, thing, like, it one with that's Manning, part of the gamesmanship of the NFL. So he had a code word. I forget what it was. Uh, a guy that I used to play with was telling me about this. He had a code word, and he said it every week. And then he said the code word in the game as a dummy. It was like dummy code word or whatever the call was. He said the code word. They changed their protection, or they changed the blitz package that the defense was running. And the concept was designed to beat the change. So he's able to actually get them to change into something and then beat it, kind of like what you're talking about there. But, you know, like I think that's that's part of it. Um, and I know we're getting a little off topic here, but the fact that people get upset about that, like that's everyone's looking for those edges. Like I, We had a coach when I was in Atlanta who used to listen to TV copy and he would just turn turn the volume up really loud and he'd be like, all right, we got these words. Like this is the old line call we heard. Oh, yeah. This is whatever it is. And it's like, you know, so... Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of think if you're a defensive player and you don't watch the T, like if you're a D lineman yeah. and you don't watch some of right. the TV copy to get uh, as good of a beat as you can on the quarterback cadence, like you're shorting yourself. Um, and it's on the quarterbacks to mix it up because some guys get into a real rhythm. Like, man, the guys that I covered, I think to this day, if we maybe we'll do this as a really dumb segment at some point in the middle of the, the offseason on the podcast if we're really short on material, we're going to just play Alex Smith's cadence. We're going to play Kirk's cadence, maybe one or two more Colts. I could probably still get like, and we could do it for you too, guys that you play with. <laughs> go, go pull their cadence off a TV copy and just listen to it. And then, and then see if we could guess who it was. Like I, I still, I watch a Minnesota game to this day and you got Kirk's so, wide 80 and you're just like, okay, cool. I, that's Kirk's 
hasn't changed, but like he mixes it up often enough that he'll get guys to jump. And like, and that's why guys like Rogers yeah. or, I mean, Carson had that earlier this year in the Jacksonville game. Like he sealed the game by getting someone to jump. Like that's part of quarterbacking. It's, I know like, again, we're way off yeah. of the, should they interview Kellen Moore for secret Intel? But like, I think this stuff is fun and like really fascinating. Um, the, the level of detail and the level of, uh, the level of bleep houseery yeah. that happens. No, absolutely. And again, uh, and, like uh, that cadence you're talking and, about, like that's coached, these up. Details it's coached up to sound the same every time. So it's like white 80, white 80 said hut. And as a player, as an offensive player, it's the the role of the second wide AD set hut. So you can anticipate the snap count and get off ahead of it, right? The ball's actually snapped on like the S of set. So the defense is a little bit late because they're they're listening for the T, right? So then you build off your cadences, right? Like on two is wide AD, wide AD set hut hut. And it's the second hut, right? So you'll get them to jump on. And it's a little gap, but it's enough to get you going. And so everything, even the cadence, you know, we talk about stacking plays. Like you stack cadence. And if you stack cadence really well, it puts you in a position to, uh, to execute at a high level. So I think um, I just, yeah, all the level of detail that goes into this kid's game is pretty remarkable. Like we could spend hours and hours and hours talking about, you know, when Bill Callahan was here, like how we had like seven different calls for the same block based on the linebacker position. And that's the level of detail that some people approach this game with. And um, sometimes it's too much, but I, I think it's always fun when people get into the weeds there and, and really stress themselves and stress their players from a mental standpoint. On the too much route, we'll wrap up with this fun story. And I, I can't remember who the lineman was, so they will get, their name will get spared, but someone will inevitably go back in 20, you know, 2015 Washington football land and, and figure out who it was. But they had someone who kept jumping yeah. off sides every week. And it was like, he would get like two or three a game. And I remember talking, right, like right, we did right. an interview with Trent uh, in the old studio, the old 980 studio that was at the park. And we finished and I go, hey, by the way, what's up with whoever jumping off sides? And I thought Trent was going to fall backwards out of the chair. He's just like, oh. He's like, dude, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I was like, cause you guys say, isn't the play call, like play call, play call, play call on one ready break. It's the last thing you hear out of the huddle. He's like, yeah. And I was like, then don't you guys use like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever it is to like reinforce that. He's like, yeah, we like the quarterback, you know, Kirk will be like, whatever on one ready break. And then we'll walk to the line of scrimmage. And I'll be like, Hey, Monday, Monday. And then we get in our stance and then this Jack wagon keeps jumping off sides. He was so mad. He, like it did not compute in Trent's head. It was, it was, I mean, in hindsight, it's hilarious. Uh, probably wasn't great for that guy. Cause I don't know that he was a starter and probably wasn't, if he was, wasn't for that much longer because he couldn't stay on sides. But like, there's little things like that too, where there's so much to think about that something as simple as the snap count can mess you up. Even though you're being reminded 14 times between the time it's on yeah. one and you get to the line of scrimmage and, and the guy next to you is be like, Hey, Monday, yeah. Monday. That's the, Dude, that's the first day uh, will, of the week. I will say, Remember, Cadence, we got plans on Monday. Something that was really hard to kind of get a mastery of because there's so many different levels of it, and because defenses do so much stuff. So you get up there and it's like 18, it's normal 18, right? And you're expecting there to be a six technique, and you're like, okay, the six technique lines up head over the tight end, but he's actually a five. And then there's a Sam linebacker, and the safety's rotating down. And so you're like, okay, we're probably gonna get a Sam strong safety here, and you're like, okay, so I'm gonna block that. That is all happening while the quarterback is doing the cadence. So sometimes you lose the cadence. You forget what you're doing. And you might even remember it's on two or whatever it is on Tuesday. But because you're so conditioned, like a, like a Pavlovian response to like 
the hut. Like you, you'll just flinch in your stance, you know? And so unless you're actively thinking yeah. this is on two and it, it, it does, in my opinion, it does dampen your ability to look at the defense because you have to hold that in there the whole time and you have to kind of be a little bit more passive in your stance. So there is a process. Everyone says just go on different cases. Right. It does because you've conditioned on one so much that when you get out of that, it's a little bit challenging. You have to actually give it its own kind of mental space in your head. So um, I, I think people make fun of when that happens, but it, it like it happens all the time. It happens every everywhere I've been. It's like the old line don't like going on two sometimes because they have yeah. to do so much adjusting. Like the center, for example, they forget the cadence too because they're calling the mic point. He says, hey, change the mic. He changes the mic and then he snaps it on one when it's supposed to be on two and everyone's standing there. It's just it because there's so much you're seeing in the defensive picture that it clouds your stop perspective. Right. But I, it, it is interesting. Totally. Totally. Um, also, just for the record, uh, so, the numbers and letters mean, or the the colors and numbers mean nothing. Yes. Outside of like, unless it, like sometimes the color is is like yeah. specific. Like, oh yeah, we're going on yeah. black or we're going Still, on white. We're going on whatever, and you know the other ones are dummies. Um, but the the eighty like. I kept asking people when I was first got on the beat and like was doing some of these fun stories on it. I was like, by the way, why is it 80? Why is it white 80, blue 80? And it's so, like, I don't know. It just, it sounds good. And you're like, what? So I was with uh, no, a couple of different The old classic blue 42. They, they there's there's the nothing white. there. So they'd say blue for two and they'd say green for first set, right? They would, And so you, if you were really like listening, you could pick the cadence up and they were trying to get it so the quarterback could change the cadence in the cadence and you'd have to listen to the cadence, but that kind of falls apart. Then I was in a system where they would do it was like right. so wide 80, wide 80. So they could say wide 80, weak 80, which meant they were checking the play to weak, which is a run. And if you didn't hear it, you were, you know what I mean? So there was a couple of right. systems where they, those, Yikes. those colors did mean something, but I've never been in a system where the numbers have meant anything. <laughs> right. Uh, it yeah. The, the, yeah. what I meant more of is like, they're, why do they say white 80 instead of like downset hut or whatever? Like, so, because at some point someone decided that could be a thing that be, could become confusing. Uh, but also now, like here, I think last year, wasn't it like, yeah. basically it was like white yeah, 80 and right. then turbo, and, and and like, got turbo a, was like, like, Hey, forget whatever I said a, before. A like turbo like means go now. Um, you just, Oh gosh, we were talking about cadence, white 80, white 80. So the reason you do the white 80 is because it's, it's rhythmic. Like think about when you've ever been the blocks at a race, it's like ready, set and you, there's this long right. anticipatory period before the gun goes off right so what they're trying to do is eliminate that period so they want you to know exactly mm. where you are in the cadences all time so you can explode off right it's like who's faster the guy who can anticipate and roll into the snap count or the guy who's waiting for the snap count and i a lot of like offensive linemen they preferred the rolling of a rhythmic cadence so like i mentioned green cadence right which was um shoot it was uh white 80 set because they like that better than on two because it just rolled right into the set it's as opposed to white 80 white 80 hut and then there's a long pause hut right the that that delay got them out of the cadence so they couldn't explode off the ball or explode into their pass set so that's what that that's what the structure is for now it could be any words you want just as long as it's rhythmic into that thing so like um right. kim newton used to have a right. hilarious cadence it was like it was, like, it was like ready, it's like oh, but he's like so he's trying to get the rhythm oh, of it, the right. Best. It's like trying to keep it, keep the ready long, right into the quick set go. So 
But yeah, he, his right. cadence was hilarious <laughs> back in the day. We're, we're way off topic, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, who knows? Maybe we'll actually just hold that whole cadence thing and put that out as a bonus segment tomorrow. Um, so if you're listening to this as part of a full podcast, great. If, uh, you got a bonus segment, then congratulations, uh, extra content that you didn't know you needed.